If you were looking for career advice from a career coach and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army, you'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. All right. Well, number one, hey, we are due for a new intro. Okay, because we have the, the beautiful Christina Madden with us every single day now. So, hey, it is a new intro is coming soon. But, hey, we are so excited you guys are tuning. Ladies and gentlemen are tuning in today. Hey, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. If you don't know us, my name is Tim, and that is Christina Madden. We help those targeting six figures and multiple six figures find jobs they love quickly. We help people start their jobs more, um, you know, with less stress and anxiety during their first hundred days. We help people with leadership and development that are progressing through the ranks in corporate America. And we have something coming out special on 11-1, but I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network on Facebook, which is the fastest growing career network. Check us out. 9,000 professionals that are directors, VPs in America and executives from all across the world. Do me a favor. If you're watching live in the ECN, say hey below and our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube, if you're tuning in, we appreciate you. And then of course, after we're done, we um, download the audio and upload this everywhere on the internet. So do us a favor. If you're listening to the recording on iTunes or Spotify, leave us a review if you get anything valuable, which I know you will. So before we get started, a couple announcements, okay? Hey, I first want to say, and I didn't talk to Christina about this, we recently had someone turn down just a large offer, okay? So they turned down a very large offer, and the reason they turned it down was their mission, their values just didn't align. So I want to be very clear, when we talk about landing a job you love, it has a lot more to do with just what the title is how much compensation you're getting. There's many, many factors, right? And if you feel any hesitancy where you don't think you're going to get along with some of the executive leadership, cross-functional teams, what the company stands for, hey, do not take that job, right? Whenever you take that new career move, right, into a new position, make sure, hey, the comp is good. The mission and values are there. All of those factors that you have a good, warm, and fuzzy. And if you don't, hey, do not accept the role. Christina, any comments on this? Yeah, it really rolls really nicely into our topic today because one of the ways that you can constantly be uncovering these things and sort of exposing these red flags is you have to ask questions. You have to have questions, ask great questions, and really be in touch with your own core values. So for anybody out there who's like, man, I don't even know what that would look like. I don't, I don't even know sit down. I tell our clients this all the time and define your core values and your mission statement, just like a company would. So that way, you know, for certain what, what you're out to do and create in the world. Then by asking great questions, you'll expose if, if it's, you know, truly aligned or not. Yeah, absolutely. 
Hey, another important announcement. Hey, we have on November 1st, don't have a time yet. We'll have a time. It's probably going to be like late afternoon. On November 1st, we are holding a live event. This live event is specifically around business consultancies. What I've seen over the years is we help so many directors, VPs, and executives transform their careers. We've had so many questions about contracts. How much should I charge if I'm doing some consulting work? What do the terms need to be? How do I set up my business? How do I get leads? How do I have sales conversations? So if that's you, whether you're just thinking about starting a consultancy or maybe you've had one for a little bit and you need more clients, et cetera, um, do me a favor, email me over at tim at execupgrades.com that you want to attend. I'll put you on a list. As soon as we get the page up over the weekend, I will send you information and get you signed up on that. Um, well, again, for, for friends and family that you know are in the consultancy space, have mm -hmm. trouble landing new clients, maintaining new clients, where's that lead gen coming from, mm -hmm. or anyone who's interested in making money online on the side. You got a great job, but you also know you want that freedom. How do you create more income? How do you maximize your earning potential? So much is going to be talked about on that live event. So definitely hit us up um, and we'll get you on the list. Excellent. Um, hey, and maybe some credibility. The, hey, so who should attend and why should you listen to us, right? So, hey, me and Christina have been very fortunate to build a near 10-figure recruiting agency, multiple, you know, help thousands of people in executive career upgrades and also have a software company as well. And we've just been doing a lot of different stuff in business. So if you want to learn from someone who's kind of been there, done that, um, we'd love to be an additional resource for you. So without further ado, um, oh, there is one more thing. Whoops. Hey, congratulations to everyone in the Executive Core Upgrades program. The five of you that have took roles at Procter & Gamble, J.P. Morgan Chase, tech startups this week in senior leadership roles. Hey, from the whole ECU community, we wish you the best of luck. And those joining us in the first 100-day program, we're excited to um, make sure you put your best foot forward as you start these new uh, rules. So here we go. Episode 57, Master the Art of Asking Great Questions. Okay. So what does that mean? No, I'm just kidding. But that's what that sounds like immediately. Your yeah. question could be, hey, tell me more. What does that mean? Always be thinking, what's the next question I can ask? Go ahead. Exactly. The other thing is when we talk about asking great questions, obviously we're going to be talking about interviewing and interviewing someone else or just handling things in corporate America, but just know the ability to ask great questions, right? Will help you in every area of your life. It will help you with relationships. It will help you with family. It will help you in so many areas. So let's get started and dive in. So, Hey, can asking, I out, can I throw out a couple things to tag on what you said there? Sure. Go ahead. So I would actually challenge everyone to think about how your inability to ask great questions is impacting the quality of your life and the amount of opportunity that you see and have, right? Because if you are not in the mindset of asking great questions, you are robbing yourself of a quality life and great opportunities. It is that serious. I just got off of a coaching call with our clients and some things came up about family dynamics and feeling pressure and there's scared children and spouses. And it's like, Hey, like, have you sat down and had a conversation to ask, what are you scared of? 
what timeline are you on? What are you thinking? And it's just really about having healthy communication, guys. So when we go into this conversation, know that it might sound like communication 101, but we're talking about really in-depth, better questions than what you're typically asked. Okay. Better, higher quality questions. Um, a mentor of mine said, the river of life is always flowing. It's up to you whether you go to that river with a thimble little tiny thimble and take from it or a huge hose and just suck out of that sucker. And the determining factor of that is, are you in a position to ask great questions? Also take notes today because that helps too. <laughs> Absolutely. So Stephen Covey, Covey, to really start us off, has a quote that I've said a thousand times. Hey, seek to understand somebody. Seek to truly understand, right? Where are they coming from? How are they basing their decisions? What brought them to that conclusion? before you go trying to respond or give point of views or tell people how you can help, okay? Too many people do that too quickly. So you have to know, hey, what are really good questions to ask during interviews or when interviewing professionals, okay? I just talked about this on our coaches clinic yesterday. So I wanna start off by saying, hey, the two most important questions you have to ask on an interview and if you've heard me say this a thousand times, let's make it a thousand and one because so many people miss this. We have to know what, who are we talking to and what do they think they need? Okay. I don't like to tell people what they need. I like to listen, right? Mm -hmm. And figure that out. So you have to ask questions like, hey, Christina, I read the job description, but can you tell me, hey, what are you really looking for? Hey, what are the top three? However you want to word that, right? But forget the job description because the hiring manager didn't write it most of the time. So just ask them, hey, what are, what's really important to you in the individual that you hire for this position? Okay. Or maybe what are some, so we always want to understand what's the role, right? What's the role? What are they looking for? And we always want to pull out challenges, opportunities to, you know, uh, fix those challenges or the opportunities to take advantage of whatever we can in the business unit to grow the business, right? Those are the most important questions during an interview, because if I don't know what Christina is looking for, and I don't know what her challenges are, Christina is not hiring me, period, end of story. Any comments there, Christina? Yeah, there's no, and there's no way you can, even if you want to position yourself to be able to serve that person from just from a leadership standpoint is like, who are we as leaders if we are not, you know, asking clarifying questions? Yep. We're absolutely going to get to that as well. But the first is just understanding, like, what are the initial questions we have to ask? Hey, if you're on an interview or if you're interviewing someone else, guess what? You just flip those questions. Make sense? So before Christina even asks, if I'm interviewing Christina, I can say, Christina, hey, I know I just wanted to give you, you know, some transparency. This is what we're really looking for. Training, growth, I, ABC. Hey, Christina, can you walk me through some ways that you've done A, B, and C at different organizations and talk to me about who was involved, what you actually did, and how you achieved whatever end result. So as you see that the same interview tactics that we use, you know, when we're going on an interview, we can use in an interview and we can just bring them up because that's why you're, you're there, right? I'm trying to see if Christina can meet the things that I'm, that's really important to me. And I want her to explain as specifically as possible 
something like turnover. Christina, have you ever worked at a place where you had to manage people where there was a lot of turnover? What'd you do? Who was involved? How'd you fix it? What were the results after you, you fixed it? If you're interviewing people and your three major initiatives that you need this person to accomplish, they haven't been there, done that, can tell you, can provide the results, they are not the candidate for you. The other thing is you should let this candidate know what are some of the problems in the unit, right? Or where are some of the opportunities? And then ask them, have you dealt with these before? Have you overcame similar challenges? Okay. If they haven't, how are they going to overcome them? Hope, pray, and guessing? That's probably not someone you want in your business unit. So first, you have to know we're not going to overwhelm you with all of these questions. If you're interviewing or the interviewer, those are the two questions that you need to focus on. Okay. Now, of course, there's a bunch of other questions that HR is going to make you ask, et cetera, et cetera. But isn't that the real reason that you're on an interview or interviewing someone? You're, I'm trying to find out, does Christina have the, the, the skills needed to do this? So many people fail there. I see so many interviews. Come on. The hiring manager, HR says, Christina, you have to ask these 10 interviews. So I get on. Christina asked me these 10 questions. Hey, Tim, talk to me about a time you had to deal with a disgruntled customer. Talk to me about a time where you were going through a lot of stress. Talk to me about a time. Hey, let's talk about anything, Christina, except actually what I'm looking for, what I need, and what my problems are. How does this make any sense? Why don't you share with them the question uh, that Brandon told us to ask when we're choosing a business consultant? Hey. Yeah. What was, what's the, the, the biggest thing you've ever done? Like grew, tell me all about it. What was your biggest exit, right? Like from an equity profit sharing one. And I don't remember the last one. It was, uh, yeah, mainly, mainly it's like, what's the amount of revenue generated? And what would your, what was your biggest exit? If you're talking about sales, Hey, what was the last offer? What was the most revenue ge generated in 12 months? Like if, if we can't get to these very specific clarifying questions, what are we doing? Exactly. And if the person that you're interviewing with, sometimes I'm telling you guys, sometimes people can get spacey. They're not even with it. So as an interviewer, you need to put yourself in a position of it, of power and empower yourself to pull this stuff out of them because they've got a lot on their brain. Listen, we're all humans. We all do, right? I tell you who's really good at this kind of funny. My, my, my nanny is really, really good at this because she's gotten to know my personality. I know it's a little off topic. Not, it's not an interview situation, but I'll say something to her. Hey, um, why don't you pick uh, such and such up a uh, uh, target for my son, w whatever it is. And then she'll be like, well, what colors do you want and how many and what size and by what time? Because she just knows, right, how to, how to get really clear about the, her expectations and how my personality type is. I'm telling you guys, you got to master the art of this if you want to mm -hmm. have strong relationships. Yeah. And thank you, Kavita. Hey, I use your tip about asking the interviewer, what are the priorities? And then the person moving in the role, it really works. So thank you, Kavita. Yes, it does. Right. When we ask people, Hey, what are you looking for? What are your challenges? Let me tell you how I've solved those. It should position you really well inside interviews. Right. And by highlighting your accomplishments and achievements during this time as well. And so many people don't do a good job branding themselves. So hopefully that's taken care of for you. So, Hey, we've asked those questions. Now what though? So many times we do mock sessions with people that have been in business 20 or 30 years at high levels. And they do ask these questions, but they do this, Christina. Christina, um, you know, or someone asked me, hey, Tim, the priorities of the job are we need someone to lead a team of 100, grow the team and hire good people. And we really need help with process improvement, just hypothetically. 
we ask those questions or we get asked those questions all the time. We tell the people we're mock interviewing, hey, lead a team of 100, hire good people and grow the team is important and we need process. They say, okay, thanks for sharing that. And we move on. Huge missed opportunity. So number one, write down those questions that we ask. Number two, start asking. We, do, we talk about clarifying questions or you could just ask why, why, why? Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example, okay? Clarifying questions help you so much determine what they're really looking for, what their challenges are. Here's why. Let's talk about turnover for a second, okay? If Christina tells me that she has a turnover problem inside of whatever business unit she runs, right? What are some questions I probably want to ask Christina? Hey, what do you mean by that specifically? Right, Christina? Like, is the turnover 3%? Is it 27%? Have you been chunking it down? How long have you had this problem? Hey, what's this costing your business unit? Why do you think you're having this problem? What have you tried that already that hasn't worked? Do you think those are key questions? How are you going to respond to some random person saying they have a turnover problem and you're going to tell them you're going to help them? You don't even know how long it's been going on, what it's impacting, right? So we have to be clear. And the best analogy I have for you, and then I'll let Christina take over, is too many people start just going, answering questions too soon when they haven't got the right information to actually answer the question. So the analogy I want to give you is imagine, okay, if someone says they have a turnover problem and I say, oh, Christina, I can help you. I've done this, 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 and this. And I don't have transparency though over her specific situation. So the analogy is imagine everybody, whether you have kids or not, has a little niece or nephew, right? That has cried at one point and has ran to Aunt Christina saying, I'm crying. Okay, so think about this. Christina has a crying kid running towards her. Is Christina going to pick that kid up and say, don't worry, everything's going to be okay? Probably. Now, <laughs> just kidding guys first thing anyone's gonna say like man what happened i'm gonna right? look all over i'm gonna look all over the body i'm gonna assess <laughs> the situation i'm gonna ask questions yeah you're gonna be like a doctor you're gonna be diagnosed. if you answer questions too early what you're doing is you're picking up a crying child saying don't worry it's gonna be okay and i don't even know if their leg's broken doesn't make sense right and that's how most people leave interviews is like not knowing what the pain points were, not asking great questions, not having the answers to the questions. And then they land on our coaching call and say, I love all our clients. And so if you're listening, we love you. But it's like, I don't know what went wrong at this interview. Or, oh my God, I wish I would have said this. Or, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't ask that. So you do have to have a certain level of awareness to slow down, mm -hmm. not up the crying child and start asking questions and act like you would want your doctor to act like and get to the root of the problem. So it's very much a doctor. Say that, say that one more time. Get to the what of the problem, Christina? The root. The root. How do we get to the root of a problem? Christina, let, let's role play for a second. Christina, okay. I'm having some problem in my career right now. Can, can you help me, Christina? Can you help me? Well, I'm going to ask you a few questions and I'll find out if I'm in the position to help you. But what, okay. do, you, what, do, you, what do you think is the biggest problem in your director? Um, I have problems getting on interviews, but when I get on them, I, I, I can do really well. I just can't. I have problems getting on like interviews where I'm like really excited about them. Oh, great. I'm glad you're landing them. About how many have you had in the last 30 days? I haven't had any interviews in the past 30 days, actually. Okay. When was your last interview? 
Um, I actually haven't been on an interview and I've been in a job search. Well, I've been on a couple, but they haven't been ones I'm interested in. So I'm not even counting those because why would I count, you know, interviews I'm not interested in. But really, I've been looking for three months now and really haven't found anything. Okay. Where are you looking for your job? Yeah. Do you see what I mean, though? How many questions can she, she ask? It's, it's, it's never ending sometimes. <laughs> never ending. But how can, how can Christina just have someone coming to her saying, hey, I need a new job. Can you help? When we don't even know the problems. We don't know how long they've been dealing with it. We don't know lots. Of, we don't know what they're targeting. We don't know if they're trying to land a job in Jamaica or Australia or Russia. You know, we don't know. How would we know? How would you know what the problem with turnover is or budgeting or finance or anything? Sorry, Christina, go ahead. It's just like the scenario I was talking about in the beginning of this call. You know, if you have something going on, like situationally in a relationship where I'm just going to throw this out as, as an example as well, because apparently this is a big issue going on. But let's say you're in your job search for, I don't know, 90 days and you haven't gotten anywhere. And let's say your wife is like, man, I am starting to get a little worried. I thought you would have had something by now. Okay. So now, you know, you've got like, ding, something's going on with my spouse. I mean, you can sort of let that um, build up and not solve the problem. Or you can say, Hey, let's sit down and talk about this a little bit later. And then it's like, Hey, what, what timeline did, were you sort of expecting? What are you actually scared of? Oh, okay. You're scared. We're blowing through money. Wh why is that scary? Um, because we dipped into our 401k and I really want to keep that for retirement. Oh, okay. Well, if we're investing it well, why is that still scary? Well, because I had a certain idea for our retirement and then the tears start flowing and we're going to miss a vacation and I'm scared. We're not going to see our grandkids. And just, do you see how like when you continue to uncover the problem, you get to the root or if you talk to somebody and they're like, man, I want to, I want to build so much wealth and I have these big financial goals. It's like, okay, why? Well, I want to buy a house. Well, why? Because I want a place for my family. Well, why? Well, if, if you continue uncovering that, it's typically safety and security is what the home yeah. is, right? So it's a it's a layered process of really good communication. Where Tim always says, many or many was it many communicate. Everyone connect. communicates, few connect. John Maxwell, great quote. That's the problem, guys, and that's the disconnect in your home, in the community, in the churches, in corporations, is this inability. I hate to take it here because Tim starts talking about interview and I go straight to like big time shit, right? Like mindset stuff and disconnects and how the world is in shambles because of this inability to connect. It's that big and we have to play our part. Hard to get hired if you can't connect with people, right? Hard to get hired. Hard to get hired if we don't know what they're looking for, if we don't know what their challenges are, okay? So remember, try to ask more questions about why this is important to them, why now, how much have they lost, what have they already done, right? Try to build your own list of clarifying questions, okay? This is so important. Let me give you another analogy too, because I always like to use fitness ones, okay? Imagine, imagine... Um, I walk into a gym and I'm trying to get a membership. And this guy says, hey, Tim, hey, what brought you in today? Why do you want to get a membership? I want to get in shape. Why do you want to get in shape? Well, because I've been thinking about for a while. How long have you been thinking about it? Well, six months. Well, why is this a priority for you now? Right? 
well, because I'm going on a trip with my wife and we're going to the Bahamas and I want to look good in some shorts. Now we know the root of the problem, right? This person is not happy and they want to look a certain way when they go on vacation. So originally we thought this person just wants to get in shape. Hard to, hard to stay committed when you don't have a strong why to anything. So getting in shape, probably not a strong why. Getting in shape so I can go on vacation and not look, you know, look a certain way when I have my shorts on. Now that is a much more stronger why. Go ahead, Christina. And when you've got that authority right now, the trainer has the truth. Now it can be like, okay, well, what are you doing right now to get in shape? And what are you willing to do? Because now it, now, now you're in a position where they trust you, you've got them. And now you can start setting some goals. Um, the, the coaching call we just got off with our, with our uh, clients. It's, this is, this is such a great example. This has actually never happened uh, before in my history of, of coaching clients. Uh, it's amazing, but everyone's signing on right on zoom. Everybody's coming. I'm like, Oh my gosh, everybody's flowing in. This is amazing. I'm like, I got our topic for today and a client puts her hand up and I'm like, Hey, that was fast. What's going on? I haven't even started. She goes, I need to hijack the group because I have an interview coming up in 20 minutes. I need to ask, what does this outfit look like? I need to know if the first question I want to ask is good. And I bring this up because it was a bold move for one. And for two, all of a sudden now she's got everyone telling her, take those glasses, take those purple colored glasses on, put on the brown one, take your hair off, turn this way, blur your camera. You look great. What are you going to ask? And before you knew it, she went from feeling really anxious to really, really confident. And this was somebody saying like, Hey, I I've invested in a coaching program. I'm going to take advantage of this right freaking now and just i'm gonna hijack christina call christina's call and get some quality from this and uh we've learned this over time with our you know just being in coaching programs and just as you listen to this podcast consider like what are you taking from the content you have available to you what are you taking from the coaches that you do have are you showing up to calls and slinking behind your camera and missing great opportunities to get the help that you need you know, or and how are you showing up to meetings in corporate America if you are at a job you love? Right? Are you showing up disengaged because what 70% of people or something are disengaged at work? But hey, we wanted to do this episode to say give you great questions, whether you're interviewing or being interviewed, go over clarifying questions and the importance of them. And then, hey, we've already done multiple sessions on storytelling. You can go back on the Executive Career Upgrades podcast and check all of those episodes out. Um, as always, if you need help in your career, not sure what to target, not sure how to brand yourself, not sure how to get on interviews, not sure how to convert them to offers, not sure how to follow up, not sure how to have a conversation about money, you can go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, schedule a call with our team so we can go over, you know, hey, what are you targeting? Why haven't you been able to land this new job you deserve as yet? And then set up kind of a blueprint and a roadmap so that you can get results quickly. Christina, any closing comments as we wrap this up? Man, I could talk about this all day, but just remember asking great questions is a lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle in every area of your life. And that's it. Everyone have a great day and uh, keep your positive mindset. All right, everyone. Have a great day. Talk to you soon.